Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're going to be celebrating our SV cheerleaders. We're going to share, did Mrs. Schofield actually cry real tears? What were these wet things coming out of her, her ducks? We're also going to talk about the power of eighth graders as role models. When given the opportunity, do they shine or did they fail? Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 30 of the Nailed It Wall. Crazy. That's right. Three zero. Woo-hoo. We're still doing this, partner. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Well, this number feels kind of big. Every time we get to one of these milestones, I just I just get really excited inside because yeah. I'm like, we started this and you know we could have it take off. We could put it to the back burner. But we knew that we were going to muscle through everything and keep this bad boy going it's crazy 30 episodes like i'm just so excited and we've been really consistent Uh, i think we had one random hiccup where we couldn't record and i think that's pretty darn good it is pretty good to balance everything that we do as parents teachers trying to have a personal life you hitting the gym at 5 a.m kudos to you and your uh, gym squad there it's killing me um, but as we start every episode, we always talk about how do we nail it this week? How do you nail it this week, partner? Well, so I was really, really trying to think of a way that I failed it. But honestly, I had a pretty decent week. I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure there's things, but there wasn't anything glaring. So I'm going to just celebrate that. That's a nice feeling. Um, and then for my nailed it, I know we're going to talk about it later, but we had a really big week in eighth grade um, because it was finally time. Oh. I know how I, I, I it's know back. how I failed. It, it came back to our people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, That's why we tell you to say, buckle up and as, enjoy the ride. Yeah, I just realized this kind of is a perfect segue into my failed it that I did have. Um, so my kids wrote their children's books on matter, states of matter. Um, like a beginning of the month, it was due. They were amazing. They really were. And we talked about those books. And then finally, uh, this past Friday, we got to meet with second grade. And we then um, the kids read them to all the second graders. And it was, I want to use the word magical. It was such a highlight. You know, two of my failed it is that I haven't put anything up on Twitter about it. Um, but you saw how many pictures I had. And it's not like I have like four or eight that are good. You There's can do a like, whole Google Drive yeah. trying to capture the moment. It truly is remarkable. So I need to do, I put it in a quick and so now I need to put the quick up on YouTube so that I can um, actually share that easier. And so that was one of them. And then the other thing is I <laughs> I mentioned, I'm not a bit like, I kind of have an idea. Like if I make a verbal agreement with somebody, to me, I'm like, we've planned it. I don't need to like go back and touch base a million times. And so the kids kept saying, have you talked talk to second grade to make sure they're available? And so the day before, I wanted to, <laughs> to do it. Uh, we have the best staff here at SV. And, you know, it was something I had set, set up a while back. But, I, I, you know, it's probably a good idea to touch base. That's why I have my kids keeping me on track. And so I reached out to all of those awesome ladies. And every single one of them um, adjusted their schedule and accommodated our eighth graders. With, so that's a huge, huge um says a lot about the staff that we have in that partnership. But it was a failed it on my part to wait till last minute. But we lucked out. Totally. I love that. Well, the good news is my nailed it. My headlight still works in the STEM mobile. That is so huge. that is a victory. You that know is. I was a little nervous about that. Headlights still working. I still have not fixed the rear tailgate, but that will be coming in the future here. So I'm so proud about 
and I feel more confident just like firing up the Stemmobile like usually. And then that noise has all of a sudden gone away. So I feel like it you might have had it? something to do with the light. Could have been. Could have been. been. I told like, you electrical. It was like triggering thing. You did. You were, you were on this electrical, <laughs> this high horse, you yeah, know. You would not let true. it go. That's true. So I'm still just giddy about that. Uh, I'll come back tell you on week two if it, it's still working there. But the nailed it, I think. Just listen to Sam's podcast and kind of sitting back and having to like soak all that up and just I was just blown away by like what he did last week and kind of getting people excited about ARC and if you have no clue about ARC I hope it was a riveting podcast because you're on the edge of your seat just the vocab and just so many things that he learned when he talked about being like a tribe leader and how to deal with people and miscommunications Mm -hmm. it was like as real as real life can get and this whole week everything has been they had that another big tech conference this past week the b-e-t-t conference i I don't know what that was but i mean huge awesome things coming Mm -hmm. out of there and again i don't know how these people are going to all these conferences uh during the school year kudos to them i I think that that needs to be a life goal we need to at least hit a couple of these these seem amazing they do they do they do they're no isti the coachella of education that's true we are excited about isti but and so everything coming out of that is just all these awesome stories about esports. I tweeted one yesterday about your your former one of your homes, Naperville, yeah, and how that. they rose to second in North America in their second year. And it's such a cool story there. NPR did a great thing about scholarships, and I kind of like NPR's articles. They have these little things where you can kind of click on little mini podcasts within the oh, really? within the articles. And so NPR is doing these like great big things and. And we've had the switches just kind of sitting out here all this week. And the kids on Friday, you got some great pictures. I tweeted those out of the sixth graders just kind of coming in, gawking, looking at the controllers. And they they really taught us about these controllers. And, you know, they were teaching us through this whole process of what to get, what games to talk Mm -hmm. about. And even with our seventh and eighth graders, nobody's mentioned first-person shooter. And then one student said, uh, not Counter-Strike, um, Fortnite. Fortnite yeah, yeah, Fortnite. And then everyone was like, ah. And then I said, Super Smash game, thanks to you. I did not even know. And they were all like, oh, yeah, that would be so. That would be such a good one. And and then Aaron was like, oh, you got some with wires. And then I was like, oh, I did. But then I was going back thinking of it, and I was looking at some of the pictures. You know, we want to move towards PCs for our eSports club. And the cool thing is, like, you know, when you get to those PCs, you can plug those controllers in to the computers and kind of play. So That's it was kind we of going. a win-win. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm going to tell Aaron my fail there. But I did get these three wireless ones, which I did test out this weekend. And they are truly amazing. Are they? They are. They Why? are. Why? Are, what's superior? Like, I'm so excited about all this stuff. It's just a different feel. Like, I mean, you know, the Switch, you pop the Joy-Cons and those little side things. It's kind of a boxy feel, Mm -hmm. you know. Still like the same buttons to a sense, but I think it's like the kids. So many of the kids are on Xbox. I think Xbox is probably the number one platform. Your Mm -hmm. son loves the Xbox. He does. And so this controller had a really Xbox feel. I'm not an Xbox guy. I'm a PlayStation guy, which I've become a Nintendo Switch guy because my kids absolutely love it. And with that being said, I am. It was a beautiful day yesterday. I probably spent too much time, <laughs> too much time playing uh, Rocket League. But the good news is, my record is finally at fifty percent. I've I've worked so hard. Me and Ryan started out in the gate. We were getting crushed, losing all these games. So now I have a fifty percent winning record on Rocket League. I'm sorry, they have like stats like oh baseball? yeah, serious stats. It's oh my like gosh, insane. so could like, you pass up? 
being put into a game with someone that you don't like their stats or is it just or you can do like level like you can do like these different like tiers of oh things gosh, and, i have so far to go <laughs> and, and it's taken a long time to like just get to 50 percent to have an even win and win and loss records that's not, something to be proud of I, I i'm not even gonna tell you i was so proud i took a picture of it i was like i was like finally i'm that's like I, i'm below i'm not below 500 and and kudos to ryan like that guy is he's in first grade and you know he's probably he's playing against these high school kids and middle school kids and we're out there and we're battling together <laughs> like we had that to work our awesome. way to get there ryan's not quite at 50 percent though but he's like in the 30s oh it's but, so it's individual it doesn't you don't yeah, get to no, collect as a okay. team so mm-hmm. that was like my highlight and testing out these controllers pretty amazing <laughs> so the kids Way they're, to they're gonna lose the their mind bad. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was it was a work study project again that I was doing, thank you donors you know. choose we couldn't be doing these things without your generosity and fiesta bowl yeah. w- wishes for teachers again when that comes up next year we're going to be pumping that up yeah. through the roof oh and celebrating no everything that that it meant for our kids but the excitement like i just cannot get over like what grade levels and me and you have come to the conclusion you know we got a lot on our plate but there's no way that we could limit this to seventh and eighth grade yeah. that we have to dig down and find another day to do a five six because it's just that excitement this is yeah. how the kids learn and right now we're finished up rubik's cube which is a great segue uh we did a quick quick club three weeks three meetings before the, the state tournament club. and we have 19 to like 25 kids we have a bunch of kids in the basketball team that will be just coming for the state tournament next weekend it's actually four four which is nice yeah yeah and we're still trying to work out the kinks to get two set uh two sixth seventh and eighth grade teams mm-hmm. together and we got a couple holes in our four fifth grade team, but we had a first grader or a, a second grader in here the other day just solving cubes like crazy. He said he just wanted to come with his brother, and it was truly amazing. Like how many we had? What oh, was four he or five? Yeah, he was like he was I didn't a, even see yeah, it. I didn't. Was, I, there was there's cube club. It, you know, if you're ever on campus and you're here on a day, you should just pop in because it is seriously such a cool culture, right? Like, and we never know when we put out the cube form um how many kids are gonna already know how to solve it and then how many need to be taught and we had a lot of kids that didn't know how to solve it this year right same with last year what would you say i would say like probably 50 50 yeah 50 i would say this year we're we're tipped more towards not knowing how to solve it which i think is a really cool thing you know a lot of kids don't want to they don't want to sign up for something that they don't know how to do and so i'm proud of that mentality of like well, we're going to learn it. And the coolest thing was like this past week, so many kids were like, oh, can I get a Rubik's Cube form? I'm like, we have one meeting left. We've been meeting the last like two weeks, last three weeks. And they're like, oh, man. They're like, I saw this person solving it. And so they just saw someone like in their That's grade level, awesome. like, you know, solving it. And like then they wanted to to jump in and take that chance. And, you know, I hate to say no to anybody, but I was like, oh, it's not going to really help you. We have one week left. Thank and God they asked you because yeah. I'm like, sure. <laughs> you would have. <laughs> um, but the I, what I really loved about this last one is, you know, it's always hard for us when we run a club to find a day that you can get a lot of kids, right? You know, because there's there we have really um, well-rounded students, which is awesome. But you have sports, you have drama, you have all kinds of things. And this last week, um, Sam didn't have drama. And so he got to come in. And that was amazing to have him sit with little Owen. Yeah. And he was such a leader. He was such a leader. And we have those kids that... Shout um, out to our three-time Nailed It Wall that's right. Guest host, <laughs> that's right. Sam Square. Park aficionado. He truly does everything. Uh, yeah, he does. He's actually, well, and it was so 
I wasn't even thinking about this until right now, but, um, and then my daughter, she, we're sitting at the table last night after dinner and it's just she and I, and there's, there's cubes all over. Like we have Rubik's cubes all over. And now I'm such a Rubik's cube snob that it's like one of the older ones. It's kind of stiff. And I'm like, oh God, it's so hard to work with. And so she picks it up and I mix it up for her. And, um, and I was like, all right, let's see. And she hasn't picked up the cube for a a while and like I don't even know it had to have just been just over a minute and she solved it and so I said I can't believe that you can just do that by memory you know can you just tell me right now tell me right now these like I could get to the white part and then I'm like I need to come up with like a like some kind of a phrase or something to remember those steps you know and so she just took the cube and like like told me okay top left right you know this and so I just wrote down the directions but just with that for every single part and you know the part that I always struggle with is the yellow part and she taught me how to do it this way that last night I was like I don't even know it's a half hour I solved it like 10 times just over and over and I would say okay mix it up again let me try again and I just really want to get to that point where I can do that but like Ella Sam you know, this is something that because of Sam taking that, I mean, being in your class, you challenged him. He learned, taught himself how to do it now, and then now he can teach all these other kids. Like, that's so cool. Yeah. You know, I just love it. You know, I love the cube. It is awesome. And it was, we got a great picture. I think five kids solved it for the first time and they were just so excited. And it was Zane. Zane went and told his brother, kid. and he had a great story because Caden, all of a sudden, he's like, "Can I just come now? Because I want to know how to solve the. I want to know how to solve the cube." Because he's just so excited. He's like, "Yeah, he just kept telling me over and over uh, that he can solve the cube." Yeah, I, my favorite part was where I said, "Did he tell you he solved the cube?" He's like, "Of course he did. As soon as he got in the car, it's all he was doing over and over. It's all he does all day now." And he's like, "My dad was yelling, turn off the light in the car." <laughs> I guess it's dangerous. Trying, you know. It's dangerous and so but the passion of that is and we experienced that last year remember we had the boys that we would like send it home over and it was like a long weekend I think maybe it was president's weekend um I don't know whatever it was but they came back and that like when they had come back they're like we we finally solved it but they they're not just doing it in here they are doing it like outside of class yeah and or outside of the club and I just love how um how much growth? Because the first week we had two solve it, right? I think it was two, Charlotte and somebody else. And then this last week, four or five. Um, so each week it's like we're, we're, you know, now we don't want to just teach them how to solve it. We want to, uh, you know, have them master that. And so when Zane and who's it, Andrew, Andrew, when they, you know, solved it. And I know it's harsh, but it's fine, you know. So I celebrate them. We take a picture. And then I just, I'm like, okay, mix it up. I just love that face. Like I love the face that they have. There were some great photos. Uh, Andrew's Bailey's little brother, and Bailey's a big part of our announcement crew. She's kind of like the backbone of our announcement. Love that girl. And it was, I mean, Andrew's face was just priceless in all those pictures, like every step of the way, and just how excited he would get. So like, excited. we even named the move. I'm like, all right, now do the Andrew, like to flip the <laughs> white corner up there. But it's just like a fun environment yeah. because we have third graders. Uh, through eighth graders in here some are like watching videos some are you know they learn by looking at a book some are solving four by fours like trying these crazy cubes and then they're challenging each other they're racing each other and then we showed the younger group to kind of get them what a tournament feels like we're like all right there's gonna be 25 cubes on this table we rip this thing off and you got to solve these 25 cubes as fast as you can 
but we have one week and our, our hope is that we're going to be able to get our six or uh, four or five team all ready to rock and roll I believe uh, for them. this Saturday. I believe in them. So this Saturday, Rubik's Cube team. Two gonna, Saturdays. It's not this Saturday? Mm-mm. Why did I say seven days in the email? Oh, so we have two Saturdays? Yeah. Okay. All so that's right. good. That's better. All right. Is that that Valentine's Day Saturday? No. Okay. So it's the one before it. Okay. So this is Super Bowl weekend. All right. Okay. All and right. Then we have one more. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. That is yeah. good. Yeah. Because the good news about that is our boys. I just saw the email of seven days and I was like, oh my goodness, I think we got to get the shirts done. we have to turn done. in our roster and stuff. Okay. But we do need to do that because next week, show week, and I'm going to be, it's going to be tough to make shirts that week. So, well, nice segue here. I think we go into show. So, okay. how's the show coming together? Show. What play I, are we doing? Remind our listeners. We are doing Frozen. And for anybody that is not familiar with how things are at SV, like it is a tradition here that um, has been, I, I don't even know. Do you know how long? Is the pictures date back pretty far. Yeah, pretty far. And so we have the most amazing two ladies that run uh, the drama program at SV. Uh, you know, Mrs. Hunter, also known as uh, Ms. Rudisell, and Mrs. Surjack. And they put on a big production, two productions a year. So the first one is the, uh, the staff, anybody that wants to be in the play. And we do the same play that the kids are going to do. And basically when we do our play, it makes it generates revenue to for them to use towards the kids program. And so and the kids program is our largest club on campus. It it's is insane amazing. what the kids are able to do as well. Yeah, they make us look like major amateurs and we are major amateurs. And so uh, this the is the community loves it though. The community lo- and you know it it is a commitment. It is a commitment cuz like you said Bonham's realizing that right now. Uh-huh, she is and she's crushing it. But you know we, you know, you and I have very limited time. So that's two days a week of practice. But then like, as it gets closer, like now it's kind of like multiple days. And so but it it is a community feeling to be part of this. And I, I love it so much. I, I just there's nothing like doing this with the other teachers. Um, you can't even explain it other than it's just such a bonding experience. And you work with you know, all kinds of people. So it's people you don't necessarily spend a lot of time with. And I really do enjoy it quite a bit. And we have some talented, talented teachers. I'm telling you, you need to get your tickets for this one because the leads in this this play, they give me chills every single time they sing. It is gonna, it is just gonna blow the the place, the roof off the place. It is amazing. Not not my part, but the the lead people, <laughs> they are amazing. We'll take your word for it. Yeah. So there you go, people. Get your popcorn ready. Get to the play. What are the dates of the play? Uh, it's a Thursday, Friday. So it's like... We're recording. Can you please not slam down sorry, your Starbucks? Sorry. My, my apologies. Um, Going to the calendar. Yeah, sorry. It is the 6th and the 7th of February. So and you guys go Thursday, Friday? Uh, Thursday, Friday, yeah. And then the kids always do Friday, Saturday. So I, I'm really looking forward to it. I, you know, to put off kind of doing the the costume part that's not really my skill set uh but i think it's coming together and i that's all i have to say about that (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. We're going to take your word at that. Uh, and one of the big reasons why you want to work at SV oh, was yeah, for the play. Yes. Like that, that, that was like the drive at home. You're we like, I need to work here. They even offered you when you were a parent volunteer, PTSO member, a, a part in the play. And you refuse based off like you want to you want to be a teacher at the school. That's true. Two to be years. Part of this. Two years. They said I could do it. And I said I wanted to earn the right to be up there. And now I definitely feel like I've earned the right to be up there. I think what I I um, bring to the table is more of a comic relief for the actors. It's less talent and more just, you know, helping with the, the positive vibe, I would say. So, you know, uh, in that role, I am strong. So. Yeah. <laughs> Interpret it as you may. I'm excited. I, I love seeing you in the play. It means so much to the middle school kids. It means so much to your own kids. And it means so much to my kids as well. I'm pumped up. I can't wait for the play. It's something that I never miss. I did miss that one year when I was sick. You I think that was your sick. debut. Ooh, you were sick. And I'm still waiting for my contract to be delivered to me. I, I demanded. I went all diva. And I said, unless I get a solo singing, that's the only way I'll be in the play. Still. Six years later, I have not received my contract offer. Don't compromise. All right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stick to my guns on this one. That's right. Uh, but I love it. It means so much to the kids, and people just have no clue how much work goes in behind the scenes and how much Sir Jack and Rudisell do yeah. for these kids in terms of that's four days of their week that they're here between uh, the kids' drama practice two days a week and then two days a week that they're doing uh, the teacher play and leading that organization. Yeah, and they, there's a lot of trust and responsibility that they put into the kids because they build the whole set too. You know, so Rudisell's supervising all of the kids that are doing tech, and that's building all the sets and then setting everything up and and being responsible for you know all the transitions and everything that we depend on for our play. And she's also, you know, they're also trying to make sure that all of their actors know their parts, know the choreography, and they do an amazing job. I don't know how they do all of that, but it is a really cool thing to watch after school in those days, just seeing the kids, because they don't really need to be um, micromanaged. They get a lot of responsibility given to them, and they just kind of go with it. So show week's not this week, but next week? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's coming quick. Yeah, let's let's just leave it at that. Yeah. You were not you were not kidding when you said <laughs> I, that show week was right around the it's corner there. Right around the corner. Well, this weekend was an awesome celebration. I kind of put this off a little bit so you could get your emotions in check. What did you do yesterday? So I had so every year. Uh, well, that's not true. For the last couple years, I have gone to our district cheer competition, and the first year that I went, I can't really, I don't remember why I went. I just remember someone said, oh, if you're not doing anything, but I didn't really know what it was. And it was far, it was like up in Anthem or something. It was really, really far. And people, Anthem's 25 minutes away. Okay, listen, it's far. Your definition of far. (laughs) It was far, that's really far. And so that is hilarious coming from you who does not like to leave the bubble. (laughs) But anyway, so, we, I went up there and I was completely floored about what what a cheer competition is all about and you know what goes into it and just the whole environment. And so we didn't we did not win any like we didn't move wait did we move forward that year? I'm not sure. I think we might have been a runner up, but I'm not exactly sure because it was like a weird thing. I think we came in third, but um, I don't know. There was something odd about it. So this so that year I was like. 
this is really cool. I, I, I don't want to miss this. This is an, an event. So then last year I made sure to be there. And it was, again, tons of people. It's this community. The crowd is just so super amped. The MC is the principal at uh, Hillcrest. He does a hilarious job. He's quite a funny guy. And he does a really good job. And so it's this you know, it's like something you would see in a movie, you know, that whole the crowd is energized. And the, these girls, I mean, imagine it's hard enough, like when you're an athlete, but you have a whole game when you're an athlete, like these girls, they practice, 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 and you get what it's like a minute, a minute and a half is something like that. And you have to like nail it, it has to be absolutely perfect. And so what great reference. Say? Yeah, nailed I, it. I nailed it. And so, you know, their nerves are just like, they just are so amped up. And so this year, I knew from last year that the, the louder the crowd, like the more people that come out for you, the louder your portion of the crowd is, then you get points for that. And our girls, and I know you feel this way too, um, they, they're there for us constantly. Like, they put so much into what they do as cheer the cheer team and they support us in so many ways. I mean, we have several on the announcements, which has been huge, but you know, they go to all the games and they're a big part of SV. So for us to be able to give back to them, you know, I just think that's something that we should try and do more. And these girls work so hard. They're out, they're outside and it's been cold. It's January. Yeah. They're outside. They have the tumbling mats outside. They share the gym with boys and girls basketball. And I think they do a good job kind of sharing the times yeah. and everything uh, going back and forth there. But they work so hard oh and gosh. they put their all into this. And like you said, it's like, you know, you're playing boys or girls basketball. You get two games a week to kind of show and kind of get your place like in the tournament seat in here. And then they get this one shot to like really like knock it down. Now, you showed up a little late to this competition, and uh, one team went on. They truly just, like, rocked it, kind of, like, knocked it out of the park. Thank goodness SV didn't go first. That would have been brutal. I would have been devastated. Yeah. So <coughs> so we were late, you know, not pointing fingers, Bonham, but we had to we had to wait for a drink to be made at, at Starbucks. And so – but it was actually really fun. And when we got there, and this is – Hamblin was just she was feeling not she was feeling a little shook and she just said oh you should have just seen that the, the gavel and peaks peak peaks I don't yeah. know whatever so Singular. they had gone first and apparently they are a tremendous team so great job to their ladies um and so our our team watched it and so did the coaches and they were feeling pretty not defeated just felt humbled by that because they were really impressed with those girls accomplished and so you know but our girls they're just going to go out there and they're going to give it their all and you know they were hoping they just the first top two move to to what state and so they go out there later on and they are just a ball of nerves like they are so freaked out and shout out to Brady Placidy and to Maddox for showing up to this competition they're both on the basketball team and they made the trek out Brady looked like a zombie like literally I kept the I thought he was ill he just kept staring out <laughs> he was so tired he's in the, uh, even though he does my announcements and stuff he's not a morning person necessarily so that was huge for those boys to be there so anyway the girls go out they knock it out of the park but they come off 
And they are like one of them burst into tears because she felt like she had fallen and everybody saw like we were I was watching and then recorded the whole thing. I saw nothing. It was very minor. But you're so hyper focused on anything you might have done wrong. And I guess they were worried about how far they had thrown the signs. And I don't even know stuff. I don't really know necessarily. Understand. You're learning. You're I'm learning. like I'm watching it. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, it was flawless. And they're like, well, this, this and this. So they were pretty hard on themselves. But, you know. But so when they were going to announce the winners, our team did not feel smug. Like they weren't thinking like this is in the bag because there was another team. I want to say it was Norterra Canyon or somebody like that, that had a really strong routine as well. You know, a couple people. And so it was it was definitely like we were just waiting to, to hear. So when they said third place, we just didn't want to hear Sierra Verde because you don't get to move forward. And so when they said the, the team, Gavel and Peak, who they thought was going to take first place, the fa- like you saw their faces. like Your video's classic. Oh, my gosh. I, I want to do like a whole 30 for 30 documentary just yeah. of all the little <laughs> moments. Like I think Schubert was my favorite. She's like, how do I tweak this out? Like, <laughs> it was. Like, and then but North, if you see in the video, like she immediately turns towards us. And she's she's puzzled it together. Like she immediately realizes, like, oh my gosh, is this happening? And then in the video, and then when Mackenzie's I was, like, and then because like there's like this whole like, like there's like there's like everyone yeah Mackenzie's like what what <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like oh my like everyone's yeah. like what's going on and it was it was just such a fun 90 second video that like I put up on the TV like and like me and Mackenzie were like breaking down reactions and I'm like oh this is when you come in and you're like what what like uh, she had no clue like what was going it on was, you know because well and it made sense that she did it but then like it was so funny to see all the girls reactions and then when they announced first place I mean the the emotion is so real and I'm telling you I don't know what it is I think it's just that I know their whole story that they've worked so hard to get where they are plus those are our girls like we're very you and I are very uh close to several of those girls that are going to be leaving next year and I wanted this I know I am and I wanted this for them their eighth grade year they worked so hard I mean one of the girls was super super sick for the last couple weeks and so they haven't really been able to practice their competition thing until kind of like right before this and so but they just did it I did sub one day and I did see North's mom at the competition and I said I think we all know who the real (laughs) hero is here (laughs) and she she enjoyed the humor of that but um yeah so I mean I I just I'm blown away and we say like when we go to the games you know you see those girls and they do their cheer routines and they stand out they're just so sharp and they're in the captain's the captains north summer and avery they're just they've been such strong leaders and uh, that team is remarkable those are your girls those are your girls they mean so much to you like as an eighth grade science teacher as a person and kind of seeing these girls like really have that moment and i just loved like how fast north broke away from the group like they're all still trying to process it and then north like runs over and grabs that trophy it was just uh such a great moment for those kids, for our community, for our parents uh, to, to kind of have that. Now, 
uh, a not so great parenting moment for myself uh, was Friday morning. So, and this kind of stays along with the cheer thing and how much these girls mean um, to my family, to your family, to like the school and like, you know, what great kids they are like all around. Uh, shout out to Dr. Chunis. Her daughter is one of these kids coming up in the story. Um, so the bell rings. It's Friday morning. We got a full day Friday, which is like a, it's like a unicorn in our world nowadays, <laughs> yeah. you know, like we really, with the PLC Fridays, we very rarely have a full day That's Friday. True. Seventh grade is like on their way. They're walking in. I'm like over, like getting something situated for a class to get ready to start. I hear my door like swing open. I'm like, seventh graders never come in to like go out there and greet them. You know, that's what I do. And then I see uh, Alexis, Ellie, North, and Summer come in just like with a look of like they've seen a ghost, like something bad has happened. I'm like, and then Mackenzie's screaming. I'm not even paying attention to that. I just like see the look on the girl's face. So I automatically know something bad has happened. And then there's Mackenzie. They, they bring her here. They, they get her here. They know what to do with her. And she's just bawling her eyes out, might be screaming hysterically. I think Nora said she's never heard a scream that loud. Never heard a scream that high. That high and that loud. Yeah, she did. Now, my daughter's had braces for six or four months, maybe four yeah. months or so. Seems fairly right. new, fairly yeah. new to the braces world. And she's, you know, her teeth have moved so much. And, you know, she's got a long road ahead of her and everything. And she's been pretty good on the things that she eats. Sometimes she has a meltdown and sneaks an airhead when she shouldn't. <laughs> and she's been such a trooper there. And you had to run to duty. You had the announcement crew in there. And Mackenzie found a gummy worm somehow in your classroom. And Summer, being the wise soul she is, she's like, I don't think you should eat that. And then Mackenzie's like, yes, I can. And Summer's like, I don't think you should eat it. Mackenzie bites into this thing. And then her top, like, little loop hook thing pops off and is, like, dangling from the braces. And I think she was, like, more just shocked about you know, what happened in that moment than anything, you know, she just starts screaming. These girls, eighth graders, get her over to me. They were just so amazing. They stayed calm. Mackenzie did not stay calm. <laughs> um, I call her mom. I'm like, you need to get here. You need to get here now. She's got a, a bracket hanging off. We need to get her to the ortho. Mind you, like school starting like in one minute, you know, and I'm trying to like put out all these fires. I'm trying to calm her. Kudos to Mrs. Garcia who had her come into class, get her in a routine and had her calm down. Oh, that's good. Brady was so awesome. Brought her back, her back back over to Mrs. Garcia's class. But it just like talks about like, you know, what an impact these kids have, you know, like my daughter's very lucky because she gets to hang out with these older kids on announcements every morning and they really, truly embrace her sense of humor. North, North absolutely loves her. Like she means the world to North and uh, vice versa. And just the relationship that she has with these girls and every day, if they're practicing after school, there's Mackenzie on a slow walk watching the cheer routine. And then there she is in the morning in a slow walk. It might be freezing. I'm like, come on, come on, it's freezing. But she just loves these girls because yeah. they're just such amazing role models yeah. and they mean so much uh, to my daughter. Even my son, they can get my son to do anything. I, I asked Ryan to come on announcements the other morning to celebrate Sam's birthday. He wouldn't do it. You asked him to try to come on the other day. And then the other day, we're going to talk to us a little later, the announcement crew, they did the whole announcements without us. They had Ryan in two scenes, <laughs> yeah. like they got Ryan in there. And even Ryan says North is his best friend. Um, but it's just so powerful, like, you know, when these kids have the opportunity to lead and, you know, what they mean for, like, the younger kids. And uh, it's 
I couldn't be more blown away by like, you know, this is the second year in a row of like, you know, just great group of eighth graders, like, and my kids so lucky because she gets to hang out with you a lot and get to know these kids on a different level. And, and I was in a tough position uh, this past week because Mountain Ridge Little Lions was doing a cheer clinic, which I love. I love, you know, get my daughter involved in these things and having these opportunities because she just loves the stage and to do these awesome things. And Gracie was, you know, she was such a big impact of her life for the yeah. last three years. She's a freshman now on the varsity cheer team. And Jaden is awesome as well. Last year, Mackenzie was sick. And Jaden sent her a message from the cheer competition telling to get it better. And Mackenzie remembered that. And she's like, I couldn't go last year because I was sick. And Jaden sent me this message. And she's wearing the bow, like, to the competition all day yesterday um, that Jaden gave her to That's be like an so honorary cute. member of the cheer squad. But saying that, so I was in this tough position because I was like, and then the cheer competition was the same time the Little Lions was. I mean, it would have been so awesome for Mackenzie to have that Saturday to, to work on cheer with Gracie and then yeah. actually be out there uh, at a boys basketball game, you know, doing a routine with Gracie, but there'll be other opportunities totally. uh, for something like that. So I was in this tough position and then I was going back and forth and then I was like, all right, I'm going to go with the little lions. I think this is going to be great for her and she's going to get so much out of this. And then you told me how excited the girls were when uh, you said Mackenzie was going to be there. And then, so in that moment I was like, I'm all in on this. Like she's going to go there. But then that day, uh, Mackenzie had lost technology. Sometimes she can be a little mean to her brother. And so we had a nice Friday night. And I'm like, I'm like, you know what would be cool if we did like a care package for the girls. And Haley, North, and Summer, they're part of the announcements. And these are these are the girls that she really knows. And Mackenzie wrote little letters and uh, wrote little letters. And she worked all Friday night, like organizing these packages, trying to keep them all equal. And like, you know, there's candy, Cheez-Its, not the healthiest chips, like little things, uh, lip gloss, you know, thanks to you partner for uh, giving me some ideas. <laughs> I did Intel. There were uh, people that contributed. Yeah. So it was just, uh, it was just a, such a cool moment. Like she was able to kind of give back a little. And uh, Dr. Chuna said uh, this morning on Twitter, how much Summer appreciated it. She's like, she mentioned it more than once. So, you know, that means a big deal that to really my daughter. Does. What yeah. she said is so true because Summer is a pretty even keel person and she was really over the moon about that which yeah. is, says a lot and then the fact I mean my daughter just had the best day like to take in that moment and see them win like she was just I mean all day yesterday just creating cheer routines watching a cheer shot she was just so excited and like you know when you get to see those kids like perform you know it's like a different thing like how you reacted in that moment but uh, those girls just mean so much for our campus like being the face of our announcements like anything we ask them to do like i give summer a hard time every time in the announcements i'll just throw a question at her and now she's like starting to zing me back which is awesome and you just love to see that growth in these kids and uh we have probably the world's most special uh teachers on this campus yeah. but the kids surpass like the teachers like tenfold yeah they were well the cool thing is you know it's like you always have to look for silver linings because we were late to the competition and i for you know i'm mobile terrible. order why don't you guys mobile order i did for me and z but but bonham has to have it special and it, i can't mess with that because of dietary reasons so i we didn't she didn't know how to do it properly where it wouldn't be a problem for her so i'm like let's not mess around with that so 
we um, we got there late. And I forget, because I'm not a details person, that the reason we've always gotten there early is because the place gets packed. And it is like, think of like an old-timey courtroom, like the where the stands go all the way up the wall and it's like way high in the nosebleed section. And so there's all this, you know, there's just people everywhere. And no one wants to no one wants to yield any space. Everyone's quote unquote saving spots, right? So we get there and we find a place and the ladies basically just not having us sit with us, sit with her. <coughs> and the reason you want to sit there is because that's where the cheerleaders are going to face to do their performance. So there's a whole other side of the gym but you're behind everything. And so it's just, you know, it's not quite the same. So, you know, I'm just kind of like, this is what it is. We're just going to have to go on that side. And, you know, it's it's not going to be ideal, but we're just going to make the best of it. And I have to say, it ended up being the best thing in the world because, you know, my boys, um, Maddox and Brady came and sat with us and Mrs. Schubert ended up coming. And then the cheer team, every time they could, they would come sit down with us. So Mackenzie got to sit with the girls like, a majority of the day and you know that she's hearing them talk and they're interacting with her and and we got to see things from you know the cheer girls perspectives and you know who we should be cheering for and what things like what things were hard that they did and like we learned so much and so it ended up and then when our girls went you know we went around to the other side and just sat on the floor and got to watch them so we didn't miss that so it's just so funny here I was like kind of bombed at first and especially for Mackenzie because I'm like this is the first time she's ever got to see it and I wanted her to have the full experience man she did not have an issue with that at all you know we went to the bow bar you know <laughs> that was amazing we she's these, wearing her bow today yeah <laughs> you would we, be proud we have some bows wait till you see mine and uh so I, I did not even know what a bow bar was until I, yesterday I didn't know it either and you know it was quite an experience. And the fact that you tried to get Brady to uh, rock the Brobo. I said, like, I'm, I'm Brady excited. and Maddox. I was like, how about we do Brobos? And they were like, how about no Brobo? <laughs> so I think they may come around. But uh, Brady I, loves I, his I, hair. I still think you got to copyright it. Though. I, it like, was, uh, yeah, I told the guy that I was trying to bring in the Brobo. And he was a fan. He was like uh, one of the worker guys. And so, but it was such a fun fun experience uh, to do that. So, you know, you just never know. And that's why I told Mrs. Bonham when we were at Starbucks and she was feeling bad, I said, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, we'll get there when we get there. And, you know, we're meant to be here right now and it'll all work out. And I, I look at that now and I think, you know, we would have sat in the stands and we would have missed that community thing and yeah. it was so much better where we sat and a lot of people ended up coming over there we're the party i mean come exactly. on exactly <laughs> no well thank you very much for uh taking my daughter my to that pleasure. moment like uh something that she'll never forget and to, to be part of that moment you got so many great pictures of her so with bonham at the bow bar with the girls and so many pictures with the girls so it you know as a parent as a teacher you know that's what this podcast is about like those moments that you know we get to experience and uh, for you to have my daughter have that and for her to kind of give back to these girls that have meant so much um, to her, like growing as an individual. And, you know, I just can't say enough, like what an amazing group of girls they yeah, are. They Avery are. tries to pop on every time she's not at the high school for I math. And that's so cool that she wants to be a part of that. Yeah. And it's so cool there. Well, I just want to say, if anybody that's listening has not been to a cheer competition, I highly encourage next year when it comes around. Or the state one is coming up, and it's 
the week of show week. It's that Friday. So what did I say? The 7th or something You're like that? You're going to miss it. Um, it's killing I'm going to miss it. Yeah, there's several of us that are going to miss it. But if you can go, I, I strongly recommend it. But if not, next year. It is worth going to. It is quite an event. And it's, yeah. We didn't talk about your emotions. That like so. So when they announced SV, what, at what point did, did you know at that point when they announced the second place winners, SV was going to be the winner? Well, then I was thinking maybe I don't understand how points work because <laughs> I was thinking like they thought they did really well, but then I'm like, maybe we did bad. Like, is it possible that we could have, is it possible that we could have been number one because they were saying all these things that they had done wrong that I didn't see, but I just thought, well, maybe, maybe they were right. Maybe that was like way worse than I thought it was. And so when they announced first place, I think we were all just as like, completely taken aback by it as the girls were and i i am not a big crier i i've gotten a little bit more mushy uh, you know last few years but i have never cried from just like a happy moment and it was so overwhelming and i was crying and mrs schubert was crying and paula was crying we were just a bonham. mess bonham did not cry I, you know nerves maybe, of steel you know, nerves of steel <laughs> she might have been dehydrated it's not <laughs> it's, we didn't drink a ton of water but it was then parents are crying like everyone is so emotional the girls were just uh they were just completely like their faces it's one of those things like I keep saying it's like a movie but it felt like a movie because it was so cliche in the way that it like when it was announced and people being so you know sometimes when you watch those things you're like oh my gosh it's so fake and there was nothing fake about this <laughs> moment it was are just, you attacking every rom-com in yeah, the history of cinematic much. theater <laughs> and so it, normally that it just but it was so genuine and it was so well deserved and, and earned. So I, I was a mess. I was, a, and I, and the crazy thing is, I am a mess every single time I see it. It just, it's like being right back. And I posted it. I posted the video. I think on Instagram, and Bonham wrote. I keep crying every time I watch this. Oh, so Bonham did so, cry. Not at the thing. She didn't cry at the thing. <laughs> but now she's like, you know, it's bringing her to tears too and all these parents. And, you know, it's just, it's cool. And I think that it's important for the girls to see, you know, that their community, their people cared, cared on their behalf just as much as they do, that people are invested because it wasn't just like, oh, good job. It's like people are crying, you know, and it's their victory, but we feel it for them. That's awesome. I love that uh, they brought you to this emotion. Yeah. Like, but you know their backstory, and you're you're yeah. all in on this, yeah. and you did a great job pumping it up on the announcements and telling people like we got to be here. And I know you're gonna do a great job leading up to states. I told you we need an emergency SV center uh, to uh, to celebrate that. No, exactly. like really, where is he? <laughs> like uh, hashtag truth. Like where in the world could he be? Yeah, come back, Lincoln. We miss you. Now, with that being said, our main man, Lincoln. Part of our SV anchors. He's our SV Center co-host here, him and Ella. And the cool thing is he was going to Australia this past week. Not to put out any fires, literally. But he's going to Australia for the Australian Open. Lincoln's a big tennis player. He loves the women's side of tennis. And it was a huge week in women's tennis between Coco Gauff advancing at 15 years of age and also with um, Serena Williams being bounced before the round of 16. Now, Lincoln, he loves it now. Lincoln came to you and said, 
what if I did like a whole like SV center, like kind of like this whole thing where I'm on the road that you guys sent me out there uh, to do this. And then he made this awesome like teaser trailer. Like it was so cool. Like, like he's like, we had to have, we flew to Hollywood. He did these little clips. Like it was literally, I felt like it was like a sports center production, you know, where they do high speed things. And then he got his dinner on the plane, then his breakfast on the plane. And so much so that uh, Miss Bobby wasn't going to be on campus on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> try to shake you down to get the answer. She did. Because she's so bad wanting to know where he was. She did. Uh, so many kids were wanting to know where he was because he did an amazing trailer. He did. It, it, was, it was such a great like teaser. And this is all his idea. Yeah. Like He's like, my family's going on this trip. He's like, I want to spin it this way. And it was so cool. And so many young kids were like, oh, he's in New York City. Is Miami. he here? Yeah, Miami. Miami was a big, Miami one. Was a big yeah. one. Which is funny because I'm like, why would he go to Hollywood to go to Miami? But it's like, but what I love about that is like talk about geography and then like just awareness of things like such good conversations happen from these things totally and like talk about the yeah exactly the geography and from this so he did his part one like teaser and kids are like amped about this they They were were like they're like they're like we can't believe that you guys sent him on the road you know he even gave a shout out to ella he's like he's like ella couldn't make this trip you know and it's so cool wait i just would like to say mrs basil actually believed that we financed that trip just for a hot second when (laughs) i talked to her about that and she said really you got and i said no what kind of budget do you think we have but i loved that she we're gonna cut the last 10 seconds of this podcast out we absolutely are not and I love that 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 you know that was adorable but then the cool thing is that Basil and I were talking about is there's a lot of people most people won't go to Australia in their lifetime it's just mm-hmm. not a place that everybody gets You've to been. go to I have been I have not but I I think it's a really cool thing for kids to see places like this and see a peer go there number one they may never go but now they've seen from you know a person's point of view that's been there so that's a really cool exposure but maybe it'll plant a seed and then it'll put that on the map in their mind you know on their radar and then maybe it'll inspire them to go one day which i think is really cool because it isn't a place that you would you know it's not like your go-to you know vacation destination that is a long plane ride i'll tell you that you would know yes real long well, it's so awesome. And then you're going to be playing like part two and part three on Monday and Tuesday. Now, he did these like great clips from the Australian Open, pretty close. He had Federer in there, Nadal, some of the top female players. He had his big tennis ball that he's getting so autographed. Cute. And he's got these like great clips, you know, like right up on there with the access to all these players. And I think the kids are just going to lose their mind kind totally. of seeing Lincoln out there kind of do this. But this all kind of stemmed from us just opening the thing, being like, all right, we're taking applications for SV Center. And now I was like, we got to tweet this out to ESPN and uh, ESPN uh, Women's Tennis and some cool things like that. So I was like, we're going to sit down and make sure we tweet that out so they can kind of see this button reporter, you know, kind of taking something, you know, from the school thing to international. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's just, And like, he really did a, a remarkable job. And I don't, these are those things, though, that now they, they've they created this. All we did was open up applications. But now they've created these personas, this kind of concept. And so I'm hoping that that continues on, you know, with other kids that do announcements for us in the future because he's kind of set that bar and kind they of shown. Have. Yeah, they both have. Well, all of the announcements yeah. in their own way. They've kind of put their own stamp on how announcements could be. And so I think it's really broadened what that looks like now. And in fact, I had a long conversation with Z yesterday about 
you know, going forward next year, we lose a lot of our announcements crew and like, what's the criteria and how we would do that. And she, of course, she had her list of names. Uh, But it's just like, it's something that they have opened this up to be what it is. And you know, when the Diamondbacks come out, finally, when whenever that is in the next couple months, I'm Next excited. Couple of months. Well, I just mean like because testing. I don't know how uh, that yeah. fits in, you know. So, Jeez. but I know. But we, we the can't thing miss is, this opportunity yeah, for these kids. We <laughs> we'll make it happen. But I, I can't wait for them to meet this group of kids and for them to be able to to talk about and just show like what they've made this because we just gave them opportunity and then they've made this, you know. Yeah, they are a special group, and there's just so many special moments. You even have an eighth grader who, you know, pops in because he just, he's like, it seems like so much fun. I just want to see what goes on behind the scenes. And so many times Ramon has been like, he's like, we just need to run a bloopers reel. Like everything that goes wrong, like throughout the course of the week. And there are a lot of bloopers. We're like, God, the energy's wrong. Mackenzie's yelling at somebody. Somebody like, you know, messes up a line. So there's so many cool things that happen behind the scenes here. But it's kind of become that culture where yeah. even a sixth grader the other day came up to me. She's like, I know where you guys were. You guys were at the San Diego Zoo. And like, she was just so excited that's about so that. Cute. And, you know, that's a sixth grader. And like, Foot with our talent Thursday was just like oh, so, so tickled. Cool. He loved that, you know. So it's like, it's these conversations and like, you know, it's truly student led. Like, we had a staff meeting the other day and, and we don't even question what they do. Like, we just know they're going to get it done. And it was probably one of the most flawless, like, That's announcements yeah. that I've ever seen. I'm like, there was no adult on there. Like, the kids truly just ran that. And it was and it was amazing. And that's growth because we have had them lead a couple others. I think, well, like, maybe two this like the year. Christmas breakfast. Yeah. That was a little dicey. And so you see growth. Like, you know, they didn't, I wouldn't say they nailed it the other times. It wasn't horrible, but they, they had, you know, they didn't have a lot of experience doing that on their own. But now they watch what you do. They watch what I do. And then so now they're trying to bring all of that in and they put their own infused spin on it. And it was perfect. It was, I, and I didn't even worry. I didn't worry because I just knew that they were Usually fine. you're a worrier. Yeah. Well, you know, especially about that because I'm, you know, it's, you just never know. But they, they, it's their announcements and they take it very seriously and they don't. So when any, like when there was a week where I couldn't do it and it was another grade level, that bothered them because that's something that they really take pride in and they want it a certain way. And, you know, it's good to mix it up. Right. So I loved that we were able to do that. But you realize like, oh. That's not how I would have done it. And I just think that's cute, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you even question Taisho's like creative direction. I'm like, I'm like, Taisho's the hardest working man in show business. You never <laughs> question Taisho. I like, missed you know, him like, so much when he was sick this week. Yes, you did. Oh. And, and Taisho knows how much you missed him. I like, love that he's kid. like, he's like, I've heard, I've heard you've missed me. Uh, he really did. His friends all contacted him. I was going to come over with whatever kind of any kind of <laughs> magical medicine for him. I was so worried about him. But there's like so many moments that happen like on camera and off camera and like, you know, sometimes you'll miss things and sometimes I'll catch things and we've been really big. Mackenzie's a third grader and, you know, attention's a hard thing for her. And so I've been really working with her like when you're not you need to be listening like to when you interview people, you can't be looking off. You need to be smiling at the camera. And Bailey and Isabella, they've been on the announcements in sixth grade and they, they have it down to a real T. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we've 
been working with the crew to like you know give a quick look but then like you know your focus is on the camera and like smiling and um and she's grown so much much. i think they all have grown so much in that department and i think that's something we've pushed and you know that's gonna be something hard to to teach the next group Mm -hmm. and be like all right this is the level you need to get and i I still don't know how we're gonna replace taisho I, I don't know. Maybe he could come back each day. I'm not sure. <laughs> I am very attached to Taisho, and I wish that I could get that. All of the stuff that we're getting from our grant, I wish I could get it earlier because he's just desperate to get a he chance is. to. He wants the Apple Final Cut yeah, Pro to, and, to and really I, take the announcements to the next level. Yeah, and I want him to have that because, man, what he's done is just, it's really mind-blowing, so. I just love it. But that's the whole crew. And like I said, there's just so many moments. I, I caught a moment watching the announcements where, and Mackenzie's done a really good job enunciating her jokes. And we've been pretty hard on her. Be like, you need to speak louder. You need to speak to the camera. And you got to deliver it. You've been big on the delivery and being mm-hmm. like, give that pause. And then they were reading the eagles or bird's nest in third grade. And it was like some national eagle day or something like that. And then she came up with a fact, and it was just so nice. Brady gave her tap on the shoulder, and she was basically levitating. She was just so excited. But those are the moments of, like, we've talked many times, like, what this family has has come together. And, like, something that you said you love about the announcements is, you know, you teach eighth grade, so you don't get a chance to, like, interact with all those other grade levels uh, the way that you would like. That's why you love carpool in the morning. And you said the other day someone was dropping something off in your classroom. These are second graders. No, that was with. And oh, yeah, no, that's what They were second, second graders. graders. That's right. So they were dropping something off in your class right. and they just got so excited. So what did they do when they saw you? Well, first of all, they were delivering a detention person. So first they acted like like old men. It was adorable. But then, and I don't know them. Like, I don't know these kids. And so, you know, I greeted them and, you know, they handled the business. And then as they were, I said, okay, boys, you know, go ahead and head back to class. And one of them like started to turn, but then got so excited and turned back. And he was like, I just would like to give you a high five, though, because I see you all the time on announcements. And and so I just can I high five you? (laughs) That's the cutest thing. And then the other kid, when that boy said that he came back from the door and he was like, me, too. And it was like this most adorable. I had a small taste of what you know, celebrity life could be, <laughs> but I'm like a, a D grade, you know, celebrity. It was the cutest thing and talk about a bucket filler. And, you know, you just like my eighth graders, just like I want them to be role models. We are on every single day. And, you know, because I don't know them, I still need to greet every kid on campus. I need to be going out of my way to make them feel special because although I don't know them, they feel like they know me. And so I owe it to them to be someone that goes out of their way to make them feel special because they think we're best friends and it is adorable. That happens to me a lot. It's super cute. You love it. You love it. Your head. We can barely get your head out the door right now. (laughs) It's just more, it's less like that and more, it's very touching. You know, it's like you, you see how cute they are and, and, you know, and I like, I don't work with littles. I work with bigs, you know, and so I forget how much I just love that age. Well, then you went Friday, you were reading stories and you kind of went in to talk to second grade about how hard they worked and talk about giving constructive feedback. 
How did the class react once you walked in? They were very excited. So actually, I went into Mrs. Esmus, which I would like to give a shout out because um, she does a really cool thing where they had this thing written up on their board and it's like, it says compliments and there's like hashtags. No, not hashtags, hash marks. Is that what they're called? Tally marks or whatever, you know what I'm saying? To count how many. So I guess they're tallying up how many compliments they give to each other every day, which I think is a really cool thing to focus on. And it happened to be National Compliment Day and they had just seen that on the announcements. So that was really cute. Um, but so I walked in there and the kids were so excited. Mind you, they know we're coming because they know we're coming to read these books. But they said, oh, you're the lady from the announcements. And they a bunch of them jumped up and came to hug. And so, you know, the ones closest to me, I was hugging. And then Mrs. Smith's like, OK, no more hugging. <laughs> like Everybody needs to go sit down. It was the cutest thing ever. And then, you know, we just gave a little give a little pep talk. And that day was amazing. That day was amazing. But yeah, it was cute. So lead us into the story books tell us some of your your highlights you're going to tweet out some of these pictures yeah. they were truly amazing i love i love when our you do a great job of getting our eighth graders to be leaders even mrs perry asked you come back for doing yeah. some like rti like kind of excited. teamwork there yeah tell us about the books in the day well every year i Every year I do this, but I do try and do like I, you know, had my eighth graders read to kinder last they love year. That. Yeah, I love it. It's just hard. You know, the biggest challenge is when, you know, because our schedules are not, not always the same year to year. And so trying to then regroup and get things to work out. Uh, but so, you know, we did the, we, I set it up, as I said before, I'd set it up early, but then, you know, confirmed the day before. And those second grade teachers, they made, they accommodated every one of my class periods because there's one class period, fourth period, that they are gone. They're like at maybe lunch or RTI, or not RTI, um, specials or something. I'm not sure where they are, but they made it so that that class, we happened to have RTI that afternoon, and they accommodated them that way, which meant a lot to my for to my fourth period that they did that. So we go over there, and two classes, two periods of the day, we went to the um, what is that first through second grade pod? Is that what you call it? And then the other two periods. Um, the kids came to our pod and so both of them were cute in their own way and but you know the i the funniest thing is these eighth graders right they act like so cool and whatever they get over there and i'm like okay so just you know pick a kid and like go off and they would just they f would freeze and so then the teachers would be like okay just come on over like and they were so they were so afraid of rejection too like that was the craziest thing is they are really just as freaked out by the little kids as little kids are of, of them, probably more. And they're so afraid that they'll, you know, that the kids won't like them. So I would have to like kind of pair them up and then they would all mix with each other after they finished books. And it is, I don't know, it's just the most amazing thing to see my kids working with the little, the littles because you know, they have to communicate, they have to be personable, they have to be, so I was doing a whole thing with them. You're not just gonna read your book, that's not the point of it. It's to interact with a little kid who's gonna see you on campus and now they're gonna think that you guys are best friends so that when you see them. <laughs> Much like you. Yeah, so, so when you see them, you're gonna remember their name and you're gonna greet them and you're gonna try and remember something about them and you're gonna show them that you care about them beyond just this one event. And so, you know, and ask them things about their lives and, you know, 
know, make that connection. And man, they did it. And it was just the coolest thing. Um, but you know, I had, I have some kids that are really comfortable with little kids and then other kids that are new to it. And they all, they just, they surpassed my expectations for, uh, how to be a leader on campus and to show, you know, what it's like to be an eighth grader and, and that they're not scary and that they're, um, that they're sweet. And the one little girl, probably my favorite part of the day was the first class that we read to and I said (coughs) what like what's your feedback which books did you like which books did you like the best and she said I just I liked all of those books Mrs. Schofield and I said oh you did and she goes even the ones I didn't get to hear yet because I know how hard (laughs) your eighth graders worked on them and I have to tell you I just my heart just melted and then when I told my kids that because we did like a little, you know, recap at the end and we went back and shared stories and there were some funny stories, but they were just, they were so touched by that. And it, it meant so much to them that the kids liked them and liked their stories. It's like they got so much from that. And obviously the littles get a lot out of that. And that moment I told you, I'm like, why didn't you ever say it again so you can record it? <laughs> you're like, you're like, I couldn't think like that in that yeah. moment. It was, I was very, very, um, it was just such a tender moment. And there were a lot of those things. And we have siblings. And again, the teachers were incredibly accommodating because they, the siblings weren't always in the class period that we were. So they, you know, would let us come and take the siblings out to be able to read with their, their older um, sibling. And I just, that was really cool. And they didn't have to do that. And they were really wonderful about that. It was just, it's, and it was a gorgeous day. Oh, beautiful. A beautiful day. And it was Friday. And the cute thing is, is I had told the kids, I told them, but then I sent out a reminder um to them as well if you want to bring your own like a towel or a blanket to sit on you know you're welcome to do that a bunch of them came in with stuff and like they sat out you know set up a whole little thing for them and their kid and it was adorable like it just was such a a high to end the week on and your kids are so creative i mean peyton she's just so creative like had the kids like coloring things in in her book what were some of your favorite books um, you know, well, ones that followed the rubric were really helpful. Like it, you know, I think it's funny because when you, I don't do a ton of rubrics, but if I do, I'm kind of like, here's everything you need to know. Uh, so those were good and it helped guide them. But one of the things that they all had to have was a surprise element. So that could be anything. And Peyton's was that her kids would have things that they colored, you know, that they followed along and they colored. Some of them I liked that had relatable characters. So familiar characters. So like, you know, Elsa and Anna and stuff. Olaf. Yeah. Those are natural ones. Superheroes. Yeah, superheroes. Paw Patrol was one. Um, I would love that. Barney. There was some. I mean, there was really there was a Scooby Doo one. And it was Are like, we saying Barney's a familiar character? Well, I don't know. Is he? I'm not cool okay. like that. I don't have littles anymore. I don't know. He was a long time ago. And then. The, you know, like there was one that was a Scooby Doo one, and it was like a mystery of. Oh, that's you know, and awesome! That was a really clever way. But I was really impressed because one kid came up to me last the last class of the day. And he goes, "I so so how are you liking it?" He said, "I just I love this." He goes, "You know, it's weird though. All of their stories, they kind of are all about like water and stuff." And I said that they yeah they all are they had to be. And he goes, "Oh, 
That makes so much more sense. <laughs> I, he thought it was like this huge coincidence that all of these kids just happened to write about something so similar. But that was adorable. And this is, you know, like there's a kid who has an, a group of eighth graders and he finds an audience and he tells them that he's a great break dancer. And so these eighth graders are like, well, you have to show us your moves. And so we record him doing his break dancing and they're encouraging him to get a talent Thursday form and they want to see him on announcements and he left like barely touching the ground you know just so many moments like that that um you know you just you can't you can't force those moments they just happen organically but those kids now have these relationships with the older kids and so when they see him on announcements when they see him out on campus when they see him you know highlighted um in some of our sports reels like they're invested in those people and they have more of a connection there. Andy with his sisters. Oh, that was adorable. That's so awesome. Now, are, do the kids take such pride that they take the books home? Or are you able to keep some of these books in your library? Well. Because I know you keep like binders of all your Christmas sweaters. Yeah. So here, here's the challenge. I think I'm going to be, I think they want to take him home. So they, they, none of them wanted to leave him last year. And I was <laughs> devastated because those you were spectacular books you, you as well. You had some great ones. But spectacular books. So I decided to be smarter. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have all of them read their books into a Flipgrid video. Mm -hmm. And then I have those. And then if they want to take theirs home and keep it, then they can do that. And then I still have the, the ability to show those books and be able to share those books. So I imagine most of them will take them home. They're very, very proud of those books. They are. Wow. I mean, it, it was a crazy week. We got a crazy week ahead of us. Got some cool things going on uh, in, in terms of everything. Covered a lot. We, we, we broke our rule. We went over 60 minutes. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And we talk about the power of Eighth graders being role models, it kind of goes back to everything we say. If you can be anything in this world, be kind, people, because you don't never know when a third grader's brack is going to pop out because she ate a gummy worm. Hashtag truth. Keep changing the world. If you love seeing live videos and pictures from the cheer competition, my daughter, with all of her favorite eighth grade role models, or the actual moment when Sierra Verde was named the champion, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton.